Hello and welcome to the I Tell Stories podcast. Today we're going to be doing part three of Anika and the story of the girls. They went down to the kitchen and Anika prepared some toast. They all ate in silence and and each girl thinking her own thoughts about the current events. Lily was mostly thinking about how she wanted peanut butter and apple jam. Erin was thinking about this new girl, how strange she was. Karen was thinking about how when her mom woke up, they'd go and get a loaf of pañolan, which was a sweet bread filled with the chocolate cream sauce. And Nika was thinking about her parents and her family, and but most of all, she was thinking about the Enchantress. How were they going to get the scarf and a lock of hair from the woman? She might look old and frail, but from what she'd seen through the keyhole, she was exactly the opposite. So, said Anika, we need a plan. Yeah, said Aaron, but nobody can think of any. I mean, can you? We're up against an enchantress here. I mean, what do you really think we can do? I mean, she's super powerful, and I don't know. It just seems kind of crazy. Yeah, and I get a hunch she was lying about her name earlier, Anika mentioned. I, she said it was Trixie, but she stuttered a lot, and earlier she told my dad that it was... But she told my dad it was a Krong, so what is it? I mean, maybe, I guess it could be Trixie a Krong, but I don't know. Trixie doesn't seem like a very enchantress name. Why is she trying to hide her identity? This is not good. I don't know. Maybe because being an enchantress is illegal, said Karen. Okay, yeah, but like, still, we don't know that she was an enchantress. She could have told us her real name. Yeah, unless she was like wanted in a million countries or something. Yeah, you're right, Anika responded. Okay. So, what if we took it while she was sleeping, asked Aaron. I mean, maybe that would be easier than, you know, taking it from her while she was wide awake and ready to cast a spell? Well, yeah, but what if she's a light sleeper, and also she probably has guards up in her room? I mean, she wouldn't make it that easy. Okay, but we don't know if she knows about us yet, Karen said. Well, we should probably get coming up with a plan and get working, because we don't have that much time left. What do you mean? Is there, like, a timer or something? asked Karen. Well, Aaron said, usually if somebody's weak for too long, they just die or something. I don't know. And plus, I want my mom back before we have to leave. We have to get to our uncle's funeral, and we can't do that without our parents. It's true, said Lily. Okay, now we've got a ticking time clock, said Anika. This just keeps getting better and better. We better both find her and see what the situation is. Okay, me and Kelly will go scope out her room. Aaron said, and you and Karen can go her or something. You guys investigate her, we'll investigate the room, and meet up at 12 in the kitchen? Okay, Anika said, sure. She didn't really like this other girl bossing her around, but, well, she didn't really have another choice, so. Karen and Anika walked off down the hallway towards the garden where she'd last seen, where she had last seen the lady. Okay. Okay, Karen. So, we're trying to be an enchantress. If you see her, don't do anything silly. Karen said, I am eight. I do not do silly things anymore. I am eight years old. Okay, Anika said. Sure, whatever. Just don't do anything stupid, okay? Let's go. Come on. They rushed down the hallway and peeked around the corner into the garden. There, they saw the enchantress sitting at the edge of the pond in her other form. She, again, had the long black hair and crooked fingernails. Oh my god, she's a shapeshifter, whispered Karen. Yeah, I know. It's really weird, whispered Anika. Meanwhile, back in the tavern, Karen was attempting to control Lily's desperate toddling around. 
Lily was singing her favorite song, Toodaloo, Toodaloo, at, her, at the highest volume she could, and Aaron was kept trying to get her to be quiet. Toodaloo, toodaloo, I told you. Toodaloo, toodaloo. Shh. Come on, Lily, we have to be quiet. It's okay. Come on, shh. Okay. Toodaloo, 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 I told you. Aaron sighed, exasperated, but they, when they finally reached the Enchantress's room, Lily had gotten bored and was now just running her fingers along the walls, silently. Aaron quickly unlocked the door by the, with the key that they had taken from behind the front desk. She walked in and began exploring. After a few minutes, she got bored of exploring the main bedroom, with which had all of her items laid out and around. There were a few candles, which is weird, as they weren't allowed in the tavern, and they were brightly purple, which was rare, because it cost to color candles, and it was useless. It didn't really change the light. And really, I guess maybe they were useful for spells, Aaron thought. There was as well as three apples and a small cauldron full of boiling water over a small hand-lit fire in the center of the room. Aaron gasped as she looked into the cauldron. There was a giant purple crystal glowing in the center of it. It was morphing between purple and red and pumping, almost like a heart. Could that be the thorn of the heart? That's weird. I mean, it looks like a heart, and it's acting like a heart, but it is pokey like a thorn. Aaron reached for a stick from the floor and quickly scooped the shard out. It was still hot to the touch, though, so she, so she used the hem of her skirt to pick it up and plop it in her bag. Okay, Lily, come on, let's go explore the washroom. They walked into the washroom, this being the, one of the only rooms with a small metal tub for bathing and a scrub board for cleaning clothes. It also had a bar of soap on a small shelf and a pump leaning out of the window. How strange. What new technology? Oh, well. She looked around, and to her surprise, by the vision of the woman's old scraggly hair, saw a comb on the shelf. She reached over, picked it up, and looked on it. It had some extra hair in it. Right, they needed hair for the spell. This was perfect. She pulled the hair disgusted out of the comb and quickly shoved it in a pocket of her bag. She then washed off her hands in the pump, picked up Lily, and ran out of the room, lock forgetting to lock it behind her in her excitement. Meanwhile, down in the garden, Anika and Karen were watching the woman carefully. She then discarded most of her clothes except for her shift. This was strange, they thought and then she began to dip her legs into the pond. She was nearly fully submerged when Karen ran up. No, Karen, come back here, Anika hissed. But Karen continued to run towards the behind. She grabbed the woman's clothes, sorted through them. She quickly grabbed the scarf and ran back to Anika. Of course, in all this, the enchantress had noticed. She was now climbing out of the pond, sopping wet. She threw her cape over her and began running as fast as she could. Her long black hair flying through the wind. It was a horrifying sight. Karen began to scream and run faster. Then, Anika, knowing that the enchantress would catch up with her, ran over and tackled the enchantress. They began to wrestle. The enchantress's long, claw-like fingernails sunk into the side of her neck. She screamed in pain, but kept attacking. She eventually managed to scratch the woman's face as she gasped and held her hands over her face. Why, you little swine, I'll have you dead! The enchantress cries, but in the time that she was taking, Anika had already gone halfway across the garden path, and Karen was already out of view around the corner. They quickly ran into the tavern, slammed the door, locked it, and rushed into the kitchen. They slammed that door and locked it, too. Ah! 
There came a shriek from behind them. They turned around rapidly, but it was just Aaron. What are you guys doing? Did you find anything? Yeah, Karen said, still shaking from the encounter. We got her scarf, but it came at a price. Aniga had to fight her. She has gashes in her neck. Oh, God, I think I have some bandages and maybe some mint cream in my purse, but it's upstairs. We'll have to go get it. Ah, said Anika. I think it's worth it. This really hurts. I really feel faint. Okay, we gotta go. Uh, Lily, Karen, stay here, you understand? Aaron's gonna go up there and get some medicine. Okay, said Lily. Karen frowned, but didn't say anything. Ah, Anika groaned. It hurt horribly in her neck, where she had been gashed by the fingernails of the enchantress. It was also oozing some black slime material. Oh, God, said Anika. She better get me that mint cream quick. Then they heard a scream in the hallway. Ah! It was Aaron's shout. Guys, stay in there and keep the door locked. She's coming. I'm hiding in this room right now. No. Karen, unable to sit still, burst out of the room and ran after her sister. Lily toddled after her, but Anika managed to catch her. Lily sat back down and started sucking on her thumb, perfectly content and unaware that there was an enchantress trying to kill them all in the building. Thorn, it's probably in the apothecary. I've got to go get it. She quickly stood up, opened the cabinets, and eventually, after a lot of digging through jars, found a small jar labeled Hawkeye Cactus Thorns. She opened it and picked out one thorn. She put it in a pile with a scarf and this weird-looking crystal that Aaron had found in the room. Apparently, it was the thorn of heart. It was beating like a heart, so she assumed that was correct. She climbed out of the window grabbed from the thorn bush outside another thorn perfect they had all the ingredients and oh the hair Uh oh that was in Aaron's bag upstairs with the medicine oh dear what were they gonna do so long as Aaron and Karen could get back then they would be all right but they had to get back maybe Anika should go help them then she saw the bow and arrow and leaning against the side of the cabinet there was only one arrow one chance she rushed over grabbed them instructed Lily to stay still, and ran out of the kitchen and up the stairs. She the first landing and continued down the hallway and up the second flight of stairs. By the end, she was long and winded. Then, at the end of the hallway, she heard Karen and Aaron whimpering in the corner. The enchantress was laughing maniacally over them. Ha, 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 ha! You've reached your end now, girlies! I kept you out of the curse on purpose. I liked you. Oh, but you betrayed me, didn't you? ha, 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 ha! Hey, Trixie, whatever your name is, look over here. The enchantress whipped around and stared down into the soul of Anika. She pulled back the arrow and let it fly. It hit the enchantress straight in her third eye. She collapsed to the ground, screaming in agony. Her body dissolved in the same black ooze that was squeezing from her neck, and suddenly even that puffed out of existence into some ash-like stuff. The, he the stab wounds on her neck seemed to heal. They heard noises from inside the rooms around them, including her brother Tony's voice. What, what happened? What time's it? Did I sleep through breakfast again? Ran in and gave him a hug. Okay, sis. Ow, that hurt. What are you doing? What time is it? Oh, Tony, I'm so glad you're alive. Alive? What are you talking about? You insulted an enchantress, and she got really mad, and, well, you've been in a curse for the past day. And we, meaning me and three other girls, had to fix it all by ourselves, because you and our other brothers had to go and cause chaos like you do every day, so please grow up. Tony looked shocked. 
he had never been talked to like this by his sister. She'd always been kind and, well, more of the shy one. But now she was talking to him like she was their mother. He laughed and made an armpit fart. I am grown up. Erin, <laughs> behind her, rolled her eyes. Whoa, said Tony. Who's that? Whatever, Anika responded. Erin, come on. Let's go get your parents. And Karen, are you okay? Karen, who was still shaking visibly, said, Yeah, I'm fine. I just, wow, you really killed her. I did not know girls could be that good with a bow and arrow. Yeah, of course, I could teach you sometime if you want. It's pretty easy. I, that's the one reason I like having brothers. Okay, that sounds really cool. Nice, yes. Aaron giggled and said, Come on, let's go find Lily and Kat and our parents. Just then, two adults ran down the hallway and embraced Aaron. Hi, Mom, she said I was just about to go and get you. Honey, we were so worried. You weren't in the room when we woke up. And, oh, well, we slept in. I'm sorry, honey. You all right? Hi, Karen. You all right? Where's your sister, Lily? She's in the kitchen, Karen responded, and Aaron nodded. They ran down the stairs, leaving alone. She walked down the stairs to see the door of her parents' room opening. Her mother stepped out, yawned, and looked around. Oh, honey, there you are. What time is it? I'm sorry we slept in. Has any new guests come in? Oh, I feel like an awful mother. No, Mom, it's fine. It's not your fault. It's Toby's. What do you mean? Well, whatever. It doesn't matter, said Anika. Let's just be normal, okay? Uh, normal? I don't think that's our family, honey, but okay. And that's the story of Anika and the story of the girls. The end. Next story coming soon.